Welcome to The Pottest. I'm your host, Lisa Sorbo, and you're listening to The Passion and Purpose Series, a series of inspirational conversations about making an impact through one's passion and purpose. This is a special two-part episode on passion and purpose. We travel to the seacoast of New Hampshire to interview my good friend Tony Andronico, founder and chief running officer of Open Arms Racing Heart. On this episode, we talk about his personal journey of going through a divorce and needing an outlet that was meditative and enjoyable. As serendipity would have it, bought a pair of running shoes and began running for charities. Through his passion of running came his purpose of making an impact in the community by forming his not-for-profit foundation, Open Arms Racing Heart. Open Arms Racing Heart. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about your charity and how it started. I remember I was actually with my kids at the beach. And I was I was texting with a woman I was dating at the time. And we were talking about how there must be more to life. And there's got to be, you know, more more than just work and money and career and toys and all that stuff and i didn't know what it looked like but i knew there had to be something else i knew there had to be something about giving back what could be a positive way that i can make a difference and give back and i came up with the idea i'm like well i run for charity all the time and i thought maybe i'll elevate that create a foundation hopefully have people because i know a lot of people in business and, and friends that will donate to me then i can raise more money help more people and that's how Open Arms Racing Heart was created. That was the the genesis. Oh, that's great. Okay, so tell me, um, what made you think of that name, Open Arms Racing Heart? I don't know. I don't want to say I was drinking that day, but I may have. Okay. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think, I don't remember specifically, but I wanted to have something um, that meant something. So, like, oh, if, if you ever watched anyone run a race, you know, when they cross the finish line, they always put their arm out and, you know, open arms and... I thought that plus, you know, open arms, give someone a hug with an open arm. And then, well, you know, my personality, I'm, you know, I've got that racing heart. I've got that competitiveness. I've got that spirit, that's, you know, spunkiness. So like, go for the win, right? Tony? Go for the win. Always, I said, you know, absolutely. Open arms, racing heart. I thought it was just, I thought it really represented, um, you know, my life philosophy. And I went with it. Great. And you started that back in 2016? Yeah, I think it was late 15 or early 16. 16. Yeah. Great. And it's 2018 now. And it's sponsored a lot of charities how many did you do in 2017 i think there was yeah i think there was 13 races or so and i run it by the way i don't just donate i actually then run the race and i think in the the years i've been doing it i missed one race but um last year was 13 races and i think the foundation gave over thirteen thousand dollars. wow that's all to local charities correct everything is local i think there's one national charity but for the most part they're here on the seacoast or new hampshire or northern mass where we're helping local people with, you know, local problems. Great. Now, what is your favorite charity that you've run for? You know, I hate to kind of give a charity because I don't want to belittle any of the, anyone, but I, I think the one that... Well, the most impactful, yeah. the one that meant that, you know, that really struck a chord with you. I think I'd have to say the Chief Maloney Unity Run because I've done that. I think it's been in existence, which is awful that it even has to be in existence, but I think it's been seven years. And I've raced and raised money for that every every single year. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember if the earlier years had a fundraising component. I don't remember, but every year that there was a fundraising component, I I've done it. And then the last two years where I've had, 
and I and I would just do that under my name, you know, Tony Andronico, and I, you know, paid the thirty bucks, whatever it is, and then I'd have my family and friends kind of try to, you know, raise some money. But I think that's where it all started, and I think that's the one where I probably, if like, if I had to say to you, or if you asked me which race have I raised the most money for, that's probably the one because I've been doing it the longest, and there's people very passionate about the cause around here because um, Chief Maloney was an officer in Greenland, which is just a couple of towns away from me here in Hampton, and he he was killed his last day of work. He was he was killed in the line of duty, and so there's a lot of um, people police forces uh yeah and other first responders and people like that that are passionate about it and the fund itself goes to the children of uh anyone who's been impacted by you know being killed in the line of duty or what have you so it helps them you know go to college it's really a wonderful charity uh, now tell me i know i want to go back a little bit when did you start running and and how'd you get into running because i know you've always loved sports and athletic and you watch sports you play sports so tell me a little bit about the running part yeah and i gotta tell you i i never thought in a million years that i'd be a runner because i'm more of a contact sport guy i mean i was playing competitive over 40 lacrosse until i was 49 years old that's fabulous (laughs) yeah and i just like being active i like you know having fun i like i like competing but what happened actually um I was, it was, oh God, I want to say 2012, 2013, I'm not even sure, but I was going through a divorce, as you know, and I just needed, and you know, something like that where it really turns your life on its ear because all of a sudden, you know, you have your rituals and you have, you know, you, your life is very understood. You know what you have to do every day. And then all of a sudden, everything gets blown up. And I got to tell you. I, I really struggled struggled with it for a while because I have, as you know, three sons and I'm a big part of their life and I didn't want that to change. So I needed an outlet. I needed somewhere where I could just go and not worry about any other thing. And one day, I, mean, I don't even know how I heard about running, but I remember going to Dick's Sporting Goods, buying a pair of running shoes and the next day I started running. And I tell you, the first night I thought I was going to die, I <laughs> ran like half a mile. Oh, no. <laughs> but from there, after that, you know, three quarters, then, then a mile. And then, you know, since then, I've run six or seven half marathons, do a bunch of the races. And I, I got to tell you, I really enjoy it. Right. It's, so, it's therapy for me. It's great and meditative. And this is a beautiful area. So yeah. you love running on the beach and that? I do. I run up and down 1A. It's beautiful along the water. You know, and you can go for as long as you want to go. Like, I've, I'll run here in Hampton up to Rye and back. And that's probably close to, you know, 10 miles round trip wow and it's just gorgeous even in the winter it's gorgeous foundation it's part of like your legacy is this something you hope to continue with your boys because they race with you too they, they do run. especially my middle son addison he he's run a couple races with me but they've all been involved uh because like even my 12 year old noah he you know we we give out where we send out mailers or we actually we're stuffing them in mailbox just looking for donations and he would do that with me he, oh. he comes to some of the some of the races and he wears this nice open arms racing heart you know t-shirt and he's so cute and you know and it, you know it gets a little bit of a i'll use the term buzz but i do want it to be my legacy because I, I i do want my kids to understand that there there's you know we've been blessed right as much as sometimes life life knocks you down and you know everyone's broken to some degree i'm blessed and I've been lucky enough to be successful and I, you know, lucky enough to be able to pay for their colleges. And they have to understand that not everyone is that fortunate. And I, so I want this to be my legacy. I want them to carry it on. And I'm, I'm excited that 
they, they, they've all been a part of it. And I think they will continue to be. That's great. And then you mentioned that you started opening this up to um, build teams. You want to build teams across the country and you even have someone in Canada that is inspired by your story and your right. organization. So set, tell me a little bit about how that works. Well, wouldn't it be great if you had like-minded people across the country that became part of this? Where So I'm helping, you know, let's call it the seacoast of New Hampshire and Mass. But if there's other people across the country who wanted to join Open Arms, and if you go to my website, oarh.org you'll see there's a uh, team or page and that's i'll give you some information about joining a team but what i would love to have happen is if this were to take off and there's other people across the country that were helping their local charities and things that are important to them at you know at the local level i i think that'd be amazing and i mean i think that'd be such a lovely you know legacy to leave and i think we could help you know a lot of people because i think there I, I don't know why but running and charity are is connected. There's, you know, every charity has like has a race component, or many do anyway. And I, I don't think I've ever run a race that didn't have a, you know, a charity attached to it. So I, I think the infrastructure is there. I, I'm just trying to, you know, what I say is like put a business case around it because not that many people run, but if we can get people, friends and family and other people who care about things, to see what we're doing through running. Maybe we get more donations and maybe we can help more people. That's really that's really all I'm trying to do. Well, I think that's great because it's very inspirational. And it's true. You do – the local level needs attention. Um, we have our big charities that are nationwide, but there's a lot more you can do to impact locally. And I think this is a great idea and um, expanding. So I'm excited to hear about how this is working with the people who are signing up. So I just got a, a new team member out of Iowa, believe it or not. We connected through Instagram, so you know the Or Foundations on Instagram. And What's so it's the O A R H underscore Foundation on Instagram. So I'm trying to get a following there, and I have actually people who you know who care about community, and it's actually you know, it's, it's fun. You post you know you post a little pics and you get little comments and you make connections, you make friends, and it's really really cool. So this woman, but she's in Iowa. But, you know, she's got the same mindset. She's run the Boston Marathon. I think she's run over 50 marathons. She wants to help. She wants to do the same thing there for her local community. And if I can be a part of that, part of the infrastructure that, that helps her get there, I, I think that's great. So I'm looking for anyone across the people contribute. I'm able to give more money to more charities. Everybody wins. So what they'll do is they'll run under your team. And then um, people will donate through your organization, and then you will write the the check, the donation to the one the race that they had sponsored. Correct. The team. That's so great. if they if they say, "Hey, Tony, this is local charity. Uh, they're hosting a race. I really want to do it." And she and he or she, whoever it is, has family and friends that donate to Open Arms um, as part of that fundraising. I'll then write a check for exactly whatever I'm given. Because 100% of what people give to Open Arms Racing Heart goes to the charity. And that is a um, legal organization, right? A 5013C. 5013C, yep. I'm so, fully yeah. registered and recognized as a, as, an, uh, as a charity, nonprofit. Now, we're running into the fall here in New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit, what are the last few races that you will be doing? So I think I have two or three coming up. And... Uh, one's for uh, Exeter Hospital. Uh, I think that's cancer research. Um, and, that, and that's the thing I, I really have to say that's been awesome is 
I, I do the, I kind of do the same races every year. So I've established some friendships and some relationships with people and they reach out to me and, um, you know, it's just, it's just really nice. So, so there's that. On your website. My, if you go to my website, you'll see the full schedule. O-A-R-H.org, right? Dot org, we'll yeah. list all the cherries uh, that you're running for yep. and have run. And also, I, um, so who should contact you um, besides people who want to run a race? Who who are the ones from the organizations, if there's an organization out there oh. that is really interested in either building a team or reaching out to you about donations? Yeah. Uh, is it the race director? Yeah, so for the most part, I have the race director who... And, and it's really neat because I guess the name Open Arm Racing Heart has gotten out there. So there's a bunch of race directors who um, say, you know, they're, they're running the race, they need sponsorship, and they'll reach out to me directly. And I, and I tell you, if I'm able to, I will say yes. I don't think I've said no yet. So, so it, it may only be $500 or it may not be a lot of money, but I generally, if I can do it, someone on the OR team will, will, will run that race and raise money for it. That's great. I was just going to say, now, if you can't run, is that okay? You, you just still make the donation? I've done that a couple times, yeah. I st- I'll still make the the, the, uh, the donation. And I tend to focus on, uh, say, at-risk youth, you know, suicide prevention, the environment, uh, first responders, fallen officers, you know, that type of thing. And then anything where it's helping, let's say, the family of someone who might have cancer or who who's ill, because the medical cost is only a fraction of it. You have the whole family's gonna have a hotel, you know, car, gas, the whole thing. So I try to help you know those people who might need you know something other than the medical care to you know to get them through. Oh, that's great. All right, so people should reach out to you who want to maybe join the team or learn more. I promise you, it'll all one hundred percent of it will go to the charities. I don't keep anything, but I'm telling you. I'm passionate about this. I want it to grow bigger. I want it to be a bigger part of the fabric of the community. So if people just go to my website, there's a, they can click on donate. This is a big donate. Click on there. It'll go right to my PayPal account. And I promise you, it will go to the local charities and we're going to help people all and, over the place. And they can also select the charity that you're running for too, that they would like to donate to, correct? Like uh-huh. you list them all? I or- list them, but I don't, I don't make it so that, hey, Sending you ten dollars, please give it to this to this race. Okay, so basically, someone say here's fifty bucks, and then you can divide it up accordingly um, yes. to the races that you're running. Because what I end up doing is I end up sponsoring the race. So in, in other words, uh, you know, say I'm a gold sponsor, a platinum sponsor, what have you. So uh, on the race T-shirt, I'll actually say Open Arm Racing Heart Foundation as a sponsor, and then you know I'm using that so people know who I am and will and will, will donate to me. But if they go to my website and they go to the tab that uh, says my causes, they'll see all the different uh, nonprofits that I run for. And, you know, they can either say, you know what, I support that and I'll let Tony decide where that money goes or, you know, it's just not my thing either way. Okay. It, you know. Great. So, all right. So then I want to also talk about um, 2017. Yeah. Are you ready to talk about that? Or um, do you want to take a little break? No, I, let's talk about it. It's fine. Okay. All right. So in 2017, Thank you for joining us and listening to the Potter series, Passion and Purpose. For more information on this episode, visit our website, thepodest.com, and go to the field notes section. And for bonus content, go to our YouTube channel, The Potest. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media. All information and links are in the show notes below. If you have a story to share, we would love to connect with you. 
until our next conversation, I am your host, Lisa Sorbo. Keep storytelling.